You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello. Thank you for going to the Les Schwab Twires. Twires? I don't know. Hello. We appreciate you going to the Les Schwab. Les Schwab. Why can't you say tires? Vive Clucot. It's the same thing. Just say tires. Uh, where, where do we pick up from? Hi, uh, everyone. You're listening to the Center in the Saint podcast. I'm Luke Anderson. I'm Will Darkins, well, and this is sponsored by Les Schwab Tires. Is that right? I think so. Okay. Yep. Enjoy. Doing the right thing since 1952. In 2014, a failed stand-up comic entered a contest called The Hunt for the Host. He did not win. Later, he was joined by an underperforming Oregon State fullback with a community college degree. These men, neither having earned the position and possessing no real skills, continue on as radio personalities. If you have nothing better to do on a Saturday morning, and if you can find them, maybe you can hear The Sinner and the Saint. Starring Luke Anderson. Get out of, get out of, uh, get out of gentlemen's clubs. Oh. No, you like those? Oh, hey, everybody. Mickey Mouse, no. It is now. Devolved into that. And Will Darkens. Ear or eye? Where do you want it? On 1080 The Fan. <laughs> yeah. All right, welcome back. Hour two. Center Insane. If you missed anything from hour one, go to 1080thefan.com. You can download the podcast. By pushing on the button that says podcast. It's pretty simple. You can also stream it. You don't even have to download it. Like, you don't want to fill up space. Hmm. Eh, you don't even have to. It's fantastic. You could also download the radio.com app and enable push notifications so we can send you stories about breaking news. So, question for you. Okay. It, it, on the podcast, will it have the Sports Center updates? I don't listen back. Uh, no, it will not have Ooh. my terrible sports center updates. And Dang actually, it. Boss Man recently came up to me and uh, gave me like the really soft version of you don't you, like you suck at this, which is like, hey, you're sounding kind of rusty on those updates. Yeah. So the <laughs> golf one there in particular, uh, not super strong. Yeah, I got to tell you. Um, <laughs> and I don't think this is something that's uh, that's like you know, a mystery here on this show, but I, I despise golf. Yeah. But you reading that leaderboard, yeah, is I hate it. Just rough. Yeah. Okay. So that I, will, I know that will, I'm, I'm well aware. Yeah. I just, you know, like what, what do you want me to do? All right. Meanwhile, at the open championship, there's a bunch of quarter zips and white guys walking around with clubs and balls yeah. onto the Mariners rock solid. Look, Oh, and the Mariners Marinering it. They did get the win though, which was nice. Yeah. But uh, we'll get into some baseball talk. Uh, our good friend Jen Ellis will be joining us next to talk some baseball. We can get into Hall of Fame. We can get into Mike Leak, all of that good stuff. And then at uh, 1030 or thereabouts, we're going to play some audio for you. That is, I want to say unbelievable, but I don't know that it's unbelievable. It's not unbelievable. You, you need to hear it, though. It's, it's not even shocking. It's just It's must-hear audio there's and a lot of questions that come from it who's to blame is my first question who's to blame for this audio and we've got uh we've got that uh after uh the the 10:30 sports center update. i also have some reading level questions oh yeah that's that's for sure but <laughs> what grade again, level <laughs> again is it the fault of the person yeah 
or the person in charge of production. Oh, we'll get to it's it. It's a whole thing. We'll get to that uh, after some baseball talk coming up here in just a second. Uh, but I did want to talk about uh, some Pac-12 football. Nice. So are you pumped about Pac-12 football this year? Oh, dude. You know what? Phil Steele came out on Dirt and Sprague, and he said, I think it's going to be Utah. I wanted to talk about that. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> but this week. Now, uh, there's no way in hell that he's doing that for publicity, right? No. But this week, uh, our guys, the, the the people, the guy with the thing and the other guy, the big with the. Uh, Isaac and Suk. Oh. They're headed down to Pac-12 Media Day. So all the other media days have wrapped up. The media gauntlet for the SEC is like four days, I believe. But we've got the we've got the Big Ten done. Uh, Jim Harbaugh thinks that uh, Urban Meyer may have, uh, you know, looked past some uh, social faux pas that other coaches don't. Uh, don't know if that's true. Big controversy there. Murder. Uh, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, domestic violence repeatedly, uh, you know, just forgetting when he had people in his home and counseled them, whatever. Can't remember any of that stuff. Big 12 is through theirs. I, nothing really eventful out of there except for Jalen Hurts might not be the starter at Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay, Lincoln Riley. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for that tidbit. That's fantastic. But we've got the Pac-12 media day. And, yeah, Phil Steele came out and said that getting their number one running back, their quarterback back, uh, already having one of the best defensive lines in all of college football, the sleeper pick to possibly not win the Pac-12 South, not win the Pac-12, but a sleeper playoff team could be the Utah Utes. Yeah, I think he's really off base there, though. I will say I think they definitely have a very, very, very good chance to get into the Pac-12 title game. Sure. Um, the South, uh, as the Pac-12 has been formed for, what, you know, over a decade now, it's been maybe 10, 12 years, uh, the South has traditionally been extremely weak. So, uh, yes, all those factors that you explain, the D-line, the quarterback, everything like that, Kyle Whittingham just being your coach, yeah. you're already at an extreme advantage. And you take a look at the rest of the South teams like USC, which seems like they're not quite ready, though you do expect some improvement. And, you know, Colorado, the Arizonas, it's just there's not really a lot of competition there to speak of. So, I always, every single year when it comes to the Pac-12, just kind of assume it's either going to be Utah or USC that comes out of there. It's the North you look at and you go, what am I looking at this season? Yeah. You got Oregon, you got Washington, you got the Beavers. Just kidding. <laughs> I was just going to make a Beavers joke. Yeah, well. Oh, you beat me to it. Here's Utah's schedule. Just highlights. Okay. They play nobody uh, in their non-conference. They've got BYU, Northern Illinois, Utah State. Uh, um, Idaho State. Where's that BYU? It's at it's at BYU. It's mm. an opening game, so that something to watch. Opening, get some emotions there. Of course, the Holy War, the whole thing. But BYU is not the team that they once were. I would say so. Open their Pac-12 schedule at USC. USC usually a better team late than they are early. So right there, you've got it. They also play at Washington. Those are the two toughest games. The one I was going to joke was at at Corvallis. Yeah, but. We all know that that's hot garbage. So, Utah, okay, let's let's say they get through that gauntlet and they can do it. Who is going to be their opponent in the Pac-12 North? Well, I mean, obviously, well, so, okay, you're asking who's going to be the opponent in the Pac-12 yeah, North. I, I would predict Oregon. Uh, and, 
you know, we had Jacob Breland and Jake, Jake Hansen in studio. Well, well, we didn't. Isaac and Souk did earlier this week. And but you can still smell them in here. Yeah, you can. Yeah, they they oh. definitely did smell. I got to tell you, man, standing next to giant human beings like that, I totally <laughs> forgot like what that was like because I myself... I wasn't a giant human being, but I was a very large one. You were a much bigger human being than you are now. Yes, and after all losing all that weight and then standing next to two dudes who equaled, you know, close to a ton, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, overwhelming. Yeah. Overwhelming. Really. But one of the things they talked about during the interview was that you know what they've really focused on coming into this season because you know they're both seniors is that you know we really want to focus on winning each game. And I know that sounds kind of ridiculous, but a lot of times when you have uh, a team heading into the season and heading into camp right now, you kind of look at the entire season as a map, as a roadmap, and you start picking out games like you just did. You go through the schedule and you go, we can win that one. That one's going to be hard. This one's going to be easy. Blah, 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 blah. I think this Ducks team is taking every game just every second at a time. And of course they have to because your season starts in Jerry's world. Against yeah. Auburn. Yeah. Well, and and, and that's going to set the tone. When, no matter what happens in that game, that will be the deciding factor heading forward. If they lose that game, you know it's going to be a Paul uh, hanging over them for the rest of the season because then they're going to look at it and go, well, now our chances at the uh, Final Four not looking so hot. Yeah. Well, and, and, then, and then, of course, you have to become an Auburn fan because you need Auburn to go run the table, right, to get back at it. Um, but the other thing, too, is, I mean, you just talked about it. There's two seniors right there. You had Justin Herbert come back. As a senior, you've got now some cohesion with your coaching staff, right? I mean, you will change over on the defensive side of it, but the big complaint last year was Marcus Arroyo on the offensive side. Th there's a leadership element to it, and they, they, they brought this up a little bit about how a lot of the team's emotion kind of hangs on what Justin Herbert does. If he gets down, the whole team gets down. And and he came back for a reason. And and we, you know, suspected that a lot of those reasons had to do with, you know, he loved college football, wanted to play with his brother, all of those things. But yeah, yeah. I think it was probably he didn't want to go to Arizona. <laughs> probably probably a pretty good reason too. Uh but Cliff Kingsbury. No, but I think he also didn't want to go to New York. <laughs> I like those both. Yeah. Uh but there is an element of unfinished business he's been a starter since he was a true freshman uh he has not had that one shining moment he has as i mean what's the highlight of his college football career right now well you would have said stanford if he didn't and if i don't want the game <laughs> yeah you know if he I mean, would he have kind of didn't yeah if he would have won it out and really even stanford and you know i guess you could point to washington but even those two games there, yep. there was an underwhelming factor about justin herbert and his play which was basically that he was playing it extremely safe. And I know that's good. That's a good quality in a quarterback, and you want that. But not from a guy like this who is an insane blue-chip prospect. He is. He's physically everything you want in a pro quarterback. He's six foot, what, five, yep. six. He has filled out a lot more since last season. He's got, got that a, good hair. Got great hair. He's got a face. Um <laughs> I think the one thing that you're missing with Justin Herbert is exactly what you're talking yeah. about is that moment and also that gunslinger mentality. That's the kind of thing that NFL teams want. You saw it. Kyler Murray got selected number one overall because of, when you go look at him at Oklahoma, he's got the gunslinger mentality. Man, the Big 12 title game, 
that dude was taking every risk he could because he knew that if it succeeded, it would get them closer to winning. I think Justin Herbert needs to adopt that mentality. Otherwise, you're going to get a season that looks a lot like what this last one did. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. It should be a great season of football. Ah, but, you know, they're going to have to contend with those Utes. I just I thought it. <laughs> I mean, I, it just kind of seems like he did that. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. If I, but that was a question, I think, was who's your dark horse? And then he, I mean, he, he doubled down on it. He goes, Ugh, for the for the playoffs. That's why the, nobody sees yeah. that coming. I you mean, know, I would have totally it, taken it if he's like, yeah, they're going to win the Pac-12. I'd go, well, that's interesting. Does it make college football more interesting if you end up with a team like that in the playoff? A, a, a team that is good, has been good, uh, but goes in there and kind of disrupts it. Or are you excited for Clemson, Alabama, round 12? Uh, I mean, it varies. So you get your 2013 situation where Michigan State gets in and then gets embarrassed in the semifinal. Yep. And, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, you got to see the team play. And that, and that's kind of where this all ends up, right? Yep. You know, we're, we're talking like this right now, but we have no idea how Utah's going to play. We have no idea how many of those players on the defensive line will get hurt by the third game, and then they're just kind of relying on youngsters. Yeah, right? so actually I found uh, I found an old amulet and a crystal ball uh, going through an estate sale. It's actually told me all of that. I know it all. I will reveal it slowly throughout the season. No? Right. Where Where's that going? I don't know. Oh. I thought that was going to be a joke. <laughs> I was waiting for your Anyways, uh, <laughs> baseball talk. <laughs> I thought you were leading to something. I was like, nah. okay. No. Go on. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I didn't More. think you would be yes. intrigued. You'd be like, shut up. Well, I was waiting. I was yeah. like, okay, you got this amulet. I'm... <laughs> so what do we do? Yeah. Start some sort of ceremony. Yeah. And if, we can see... just, if we can just get enough chicken's blood in the studio, we can activate it and we'll, uh, we'll tell you everything that's going to happen. I'm looking into my crystal ball and I... I see a gauntlet of sausage. Jeez. Oh, it's in your future. You and your sausage gauntlet. <laughs> sausage jousting. Daniel Jones quitting football? <laughs> All right. From that, we go on to baseball talk. Jen Ellis in studio with us next right here on The Center and the Saint. This is 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Luke Anderson, Will Darkens, and we are joined by Jen Ellis. Hey. Jen Ellis is your ballpark M- uh, MC out at the Hillsboro Hops yes, game. If you haven't been out to a Hops game yet, highly recommend it. Uh, go and you can check it out. You'll yes. also hear the voice of Jason Swigart over the uh, loudspeakers. He's yes, your PA announcer. Indeed. And yes. uh, you'll hear all of that and Jen Ellis because Joe Fisher's out there running the soundboard. Yeah. It's, it's the Hops are, are 1080, yeah. 1080 uh-huh. West. Yeah, exactly. So The, Hill, the Hillsboro, the fan Hillsboro or yes. something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so before last night, Mike Leake's last start was terrible. Was against the Angels. Very rare that you have two starts consecutively against the same team. He started mm-hmm. in the game where the Angels threw a combined no hitter on the night that they were honoring, honoring uh, Tyler, Tyler Skaggs. Tyler right. Skaggs. Uh, yeah. And and they threw a combined no hitter. Mike right. Leake wa- gave up what seven runs in yeah. two thirds of an inning. Yes. And was run out of there before even completing mm-hmm. a frame. And what does he do last night? Takes a perfect game into the ninth inning. That is one of my favorite sports things. Is yeah. like when you're just awful. Just go out and like, ugh, nothing is working. 
and you go and you get a chance to play against the same guys, mm-hmm. and then he just and goes out time. and throws a gem yeah. and strikes out Mike Trout to end the game, even yes. though he didn't complete the perfect game, gave up one hit, walked up, yeah, and then strikes yep. out uh, Mike Trout to end the thing. Awesome. A, a complete game no, uh, shutout, which yeah. is great. Gotta, gotta love it. You can't write this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but my question is, if you look, there's there's – Depending on what list you look at, because there's a, a 1880 uh, perfect game right. uh, back when it took uh, eight balls to walk a batter and hit my pitch, <laughs> did not give you a free base. Right. And I found this out today. I did not know this. At one point, if you caught a foul ball on one bounce, it was an out. Oh. This These were 1880 baseball rules. So depending on how you look at it, there are either 23 or 24 perfect games right. in Major League Baseball history. Sure. Yes. So my question to you, Jen, is does a guy like Mike Leak? average pitcher deserve a perfect game well i mean you know you look at guys that perfect games have been broken up in the ninth inning or later Mm -hmm. and you know a few years back i remember rich hill was with the dodgers and i mean they they were they went into extra innings and uh not only did he lose the perfect game but he also lost the no hitter as well so it was like he gave up the walk-off home run to the opposing team, but he took the perfect game into the 10th inning. Yeah. You know, and it was like, oh my God, that was amazing. (laughs) So, but yeah, and it's like, God, you just, you know, sometimes you're rooting for the guy who wants to break up the perfect game, but most of the time, even if it's an opposing team, you're rooting for the guy to get the perfect game. I think it's such a cool thing to see. And Dallas Braden did it on Mother's Day for the A's a few years back, and that was just amazing in 2010. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And then, I mean, you just, it's just, it's so cool. One of my friends was actually at the Felix Hernandez perfect game up in Seattle, and he was, you know, uh, making tweets at the same time while he was there. And I was like, oh, my God, you're so lucky. Just cherish every second of it. Well, so, I, and I always wonder if uh, there's Mariners fans out there listening. You know, there's people that still swear that uh, Brendan Ryan uh, had a check swing on uh, yeah. the, the full count for Philip Umbers. Yeah. Uh, so he was the final at bat and ball well outside of the strike yes. zone. Full yeah. count. Brendan Ryan goes, look. Like you checked his swing, yeah. but they called him out. Perfect game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the guys uh, for the Rockies had the perfect game, but they clearly missed oh, a call yeah. at first base. Yeah. Oh, yes. And that was before replay review, wasn't yes. it? Yep. And the poor umpire, I, I he was that, crying the next day. He was. Yeah. He felt so terrible because he called. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I think that might have been the same year that in 2010 because there was just a rash of them because Roy, yeah. Roy Holiday might yep. have had one yeah, that same in, year. Uh, yeah. In 2010. It, it was like 20. 2010 was Dallas Braden, Roy Halliday, and then 2012 was Philip Umber, Matt Cain, and Felix Hernandez. Okay, there you go. So, yeah, so yeah, it, those were the last five. Um, yeah, anyway, so it's absolutely crazy. But I always wonder if, like, when you look at that list, a guy like Felix Hernandez, you yeah. go, okay, Randy Johnson has yeah. the perfect game. Yeah, and yeah. you just kind of go, oh, these guys are legends. But mm-hmm. you look at the, the list, and it's probably 50 50 of yeah, guys that you're some like, some guys you're like, wait, who? Just yeah. guy had a good mm-hmm. day. Like, the most, the most uh, important or the most. Uh, famous of the perfect games is is Don Larson mm. through a perfect game in the World Series. Yes. And it doesn't get any better yeah. than that, but yeah. uh, the rest of his career is like, eh, he's okay. Yeah, he's all right. Well, Kenny Rogers threw a perfect game. Kenny Rogers was great, and though. And he has, you know, the chicken place. So, well, Oh, uh, yeah. no, that's the wrong Kenny Rogers. And I'm the perfect saying. jawline. That's the right one, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, so you've got the one, beard, yeah. and then you've got the wonderful jawline. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what's even more rare than a combined no-hitter is well, a no-hitter while high on LSD. And who did that? Doc Ellis. 
in 1970. So if you if you Google, uh, there's this somebody made you know because there's audio of him telling the story. Yeah. So somebody made like this really awesome animated like black and white thing where they use the audio of him telling the story of pitching a no hitter while high on LSD. He he was pitching for the Pirates against uh, San Diego in 1970. And so, you know, I mean, people say it was kind of remembered incorrectly. Well, because everybody was, you yeah. know, using greenies and <laughs> and high on the, you, you know. officially <laughs> got Will Dark in detention for baseball. Yeah, he so perked it's, up when he heard everybody was on greenies. Everybody was high. I actually saw the ESPN so, uh, documentary about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, but if you look at the, I mean, it's like a four and a half minute long little audio blurb that somebody animated, and the animation is just awesome. I'll, it's I'll so great. Yeah. Out. It's really cool, but that well that's, is that is that more know, impressive yeah. than uh, David Wells said he was drunk when he threw his perfect. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I think in his book that's he funny. said that he was if not if not completely drunk he was yeah, yeah he'd been drinking all day or oh, whatever God. it was so and that funny. guy always looked like he had a few pops before he went out to the. <laughs> I think LSD is more impressive. Yeah, because so. the beer might have helped. I mean, you might get <laughs> calms more. You down. Might yeah, it calms yeah. you down. You take more chances. So let's see what happens. I mean, yeah. LSD just. Uh, are you even on the same planet? Well, yeah, because, I mean, like, you, when you watch the thing, he, you know, he'll say, you know, I didn't know if the ball was tiny or huge. And then they show, like, this little bitty ball in this big glove. And, you know, he's like, I remember I grabbed the ball and I made uh, one I went, made one move and threw the guy out at first. I said, I made a touchdown. I mean, it's, like, so hilarious <laughs> hearing him tell it. It's so funny. I need to go back yeah. and watch that documentary. Yeah, because he, you I know, I mean, he just... Like he, he, you know, the way he tells it is just yeah. amazing. He's just like, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I fell asleep and I woke up and my girlfriend said, "You got to go pitch." And he said, "No, what?" You know, he was, he had been Dude. taking hits of acid all <laughs> That's night. That's awesome. Yeah, he said, "I thought it was the next day, but it was two days later." I mean, he's just like just so out gonzo. of it. It's so awesome. It <laughs> also proves my point that baseball is not that hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, well, if if it were that easy, everybody everybody would, just, would be everybody able to throw would just, a no hitter yeah. while on LSD. <laughs> So, uh, in also in no hitter news this week, your San Diego Padres <laughs> had uh, quite a Mine. feat. Yeah. Right. Yes, of course. The San Diego Padres' 50-year streak of never throwing a no-hitter continues. And that believe, came up because they went into, yeah. what, the eighth with the no-hitter? I think into the eighth, yeah. yeah. I can't remember who the pitcher was, but, yeah, I saw that headline. I was like, oh, yeah, again. Yeah, I thought it might have been yeah. combined if it I had be, it. Yeah. I know that I had it up somewhere, but, yeah, we I can, we can yeah. kind of check right. that out. So it's not the most important thing in the world. Yeah, but that's funny. Um, um, and then the other story that I absolutely loved from this week is uh, Danny Jansen, catcher for the Blue Jays. Yeah. Shaves his mustache <laughs> in the middle of the game. <laughs> so yeah. he goes up, has a poor at bat, comes back uh, to the plate the next with time. With no mustache. With no mustache. And I believe he got a hit. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, if something's not working, change it. Well, you that's know? that's one way to do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how do you feel about the Hall of Fame class? Um, You know, I'm. it's fine, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was um, Chris Paddock nearly threw a new no hitter. By the way, on the Padres last week, that was the that okay. was the pitcher. Anyway, um, Hall of Fame class. Who's in it this time? Mariano Rivera. I know that. Yep. Much. So you've got Mariano Rivera. And, the the uh, big one was Edgar Martinez. Edgar Martinez. Yeah, that's right. Ramon Laureano. No, you didn't. <laughs> actually, his name changed this week. It's Ramon Laureano. Oh my God! Because he's freaking amazing again. Sorry. <laughs> Is that clean? <laughs> leave that clean so you can get that. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, uh, well, sorry. This is totally off the subject of what we were talking about. <laughs> you're but fine. Something that I thought was funny, too, was uh, 
Liam Hendricks, the uh, relief pitcher for the A's right now, he's uh, Australian. When he first came up, he was wearing number 31 because he was the 35th Australian to play in MLB, or pitcher, 31st pitcher to play in MLB. And uh, so when he made the all-star team this year, Oakland, the Athletics took out a full-page ad in the Australian newspaper, and it's, you know, like this – Awesome pictures of Liam Hendricks and says green and gold in Oakland, Perth's own Liam Hendricks, you know, makes it to the all-star game and hashtag rooted in Oakland, which is their, you know, their motto right now, saying they want to stay here, stay in Oakland. And, uh, well, they didn't know uh, that the word root. Do you know what it means in Australia? Do you know what that is? A slang in Australia. It's uh, pretty offensive. It's It's getting it on. It's like like their F word. Yeah, it's like their F word. Oh, that's not that So, but, you know, it's kind of funny. I thought it was going to be something racial or all. No, it's kind of funny, though, because if you think... Rooted in Oakland, and then what rooted means to them. That's awesome. But yeah, Liam Hendricks admitted he's like, yeah, I've known that. You know, it's it's it makes me laugh every time. (laughs) I thought that was pretty. Hendricks just rooting it up in Oakland. That's right. Just get in there. All the people from his hometown, they're like, oh, that guy. Yeah, man. He just he gets laid and plays baseball constantly. We need to get out to Oakland, get some rooting going. That's right. That's right. His nickname is Slider. Because he's throwing a slider. It makes sense. What's the other reason? Probably because he's rooting. Um, All right. (laughs) Anyway. So No, that's a much better story than the Hall of Fame. Edgar's in. That's all anybody cares about. Harold Baines is in. That's Everybody's disappointed now the floodgate's going to open. Mike Mussina, very boring. Yes, exactly. But Mariano Rivera, in as he should be. Is Uh Kirby Puckett in there? Yeah. Oh. Is he? Really? Sure he is. Oh. Are you sure? I'm not sure. Oh, Kirby Puckett. What about uh, Willie Mays Hayes? Willie Mays Hayes, yeah. no. <laughs> Not? No, Willie Mays Hayes, no. Mm-hmm. Willie Mays, Little, yeah. yes. yes. Uh, Hall of Fame induction 2001 for Kirby Puckett. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The old okay. Puckster. That's right. Kirby oh, yeah. Puckett, they're going. Me, they're going to get some rooting done. Well, he always looked like him and Darius Rucker were brothers somehow. Yeah, that, I can see that. Could you imagine if they like went on a, tour together? Or they're looking at each other in a funhouse mirror. <laughs> like, That's right, yeah. <laughs> you know? Rucker's like, oh, is that what happens to me? <laughs> yeah. Wait, What's going on here? Who's who's more disappointed when they look at the funhouse mirror? I know. They see, like, would you ra- if you looked Rucker. in the mirror Rabbi, and you saw Hootie or, or Kirby Puckett looking back, which one would you be more disappointed about? Oh, God. That's I think hard. Kirby Puckett. Nah. Well, right. isn't he dead? I mean, he, you can't. <laughs> he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, uh, I don't think he's dead. Oh, no? Oh, no, he I did. 2006. He yes, I told you. Oh, he did. He, he did. did. All right. All right. From there. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Sorry. Anyway. I knew he was in the when Hall of Fame. When did he die? Yeah. 2006. Yeah. All right. Okay. There you go. All right. Thanks, guys. There's your Kirby <laughs> Puck. <laughs> Jen. All right. Go Hops. Come Thank to you so much. Hops, mm-hmm. hops game tonight? Starting our long homestand tonight. Are there fireworks or anything? Anything fun? Mm, there's always lots of fun. You're doing deep fried butter or anything oh, we can come gosh. out and grab? Yes, like a helmet full of tots with mac and cheese and butter and is that the Is that the hops thing? I know every baseball mm, stadium has a food a, thing. Yeah. Well, and they have the one that's got like the full-size helmet with the churros and the four scoops of ice cream and the chocolate Ooh. sauce and the... Now you're yeah, talking. I mean, really. So, All right. So good. Well, everybody, get Hot out dogs to your, with mac and cheese. Get out to your uh, get out to your Hillsboro Hops games. Yeah. Uh, look for Jen Ellis. It'll be hard to miss her. She'll be on the field yelling at you with a microphone and on the jumbotron. There you go. All right. Uh, thank you, Jen. Thank you. When we come back, we need to play you some audio. I don't know if it's disturbing. I don't know if it's delightful. 
Uh, but I think you'll enjoy it very much. We will do that right after this Sports Center update. Every time I look up, Brooks Kepka is hitting out of the sand. I don't, think that's, I don't think that's what you want to be doing. No, I, I can confirm that. There you go. Will Darkens <laughs> with his extensive golf knowledge. Kepka's my dude. A lot of people don't like him. I think he's fantastic. And he's good. I mean, he's finished, you know, uh, first or second in, like, every major that he's participated in the last three years. So He's a hulky guy. It's pretty good. He is. He's, he's a beefcake. Uh, the reason I like him so much is before he was anybody, I played, uh, somebody talked me into playing a fantasy golf thing and you needed to pick like one or two like mediocre or bad golfers to like buoy your team. And I picked this, picked this guy named Kupka, Kupka, I don't know. And, uh, he, he reminded won, you of Mario. He won me a bunch of money. I didn't know who he was. I never, I didn't watch him cause he was never on the leaderboard. So he never showed him. You said to pick bottom tier guys to fill out your roster and he'd always get me a birdie on holes that nobody else would. And I was like, sweet. I just want a bunch of money cause of Brooks Kepka. And then he started being awesome, which is great. Well, there you go. Speaking of being awesome, you play video games. Well, used to, you ever play the NBA 2k games? I did. They're great. Did they used to have a storyline mode where you like you would be like a player going through the? Well, they do the, now, but not back in my time. And I think the last no. time I or, uh, was playing video games was maybe 2010. Yeah, yeah. I'll play some. I'll pick up a Wii every once in a while. Play do some Wii bowling. Uh, anytime I go to my in-laws, uh, that's the only time I think that they turn the thing on. Well, you'll probably be doing some more here in the future because you got the twins. Yeah, I've got an old Atari packed away in a box. It was my grandma's, and I might pull that out for the kids because that's pretty simple. Joystick, one button. That'll be pretty fun. Um, and then we've got the old NES that still works. Get that thing plugged in. Anyways, the reason I bring up video games is apparently the new NBA uh, 2K, which is still 2K. I thought that was just going to be for the year 2000, but they kept it. So NBA 2K now has a story mode, and to make it more exciting and thrilling for you, real NBA voices in the story mode talking back to your character. We've got exclusive audio of some of those voiceover tracks, and they're amazing. Where do you want to start? Uh, I have separated these out into players, so uh, people can guess. Oh, there you go. All right, try to guess who the player is. Here is your first Entry. Judgment. How's that? You got skills to be a great player, but the proof will come between the line. Tonight, time will tell if you can help or not. All right, because if I have to learn anything, it's that you have to tune out the noise. Only thing that matters is what happened between the line. Do the work, listen to the culture, and the result will take care of themselves. Because at the end of the day, it's not about the money, the nice hotel, the private jet. Remember that and you will be fine, okay? Five five three zero five is the better you today text line. That is a real NBA player reading from a bad script in NBA Two K. Go ahead and submit your guesses for who that is. Thank goodness <laughs> this person knows how to play basketball because I don't know if they know how to do much else better. Like I, I really don't, dude. That is that is frightening. How bad. That speaking guys, I understand for some people when you get on the radio, like this happened with uh, uh, Breland and Hanson when they were in studio, like they didn't realize that when you get on the radio or you're in front of a camera and you have a mic on or anything, you kind of have to speak a little clearer and louder. Yeah. Enunciate. Yeah. You, you need to because people Emote. are kind of relying on 
this medium, your voice. Yep. But this is really, really bad. This is <laughs> terrible. This is basically somebody broke into this person's home, like kicked down their bedroom door, woke them up, and then put the mic in front of them and go, read this script now. Well, but here's the other thing is do you blame the player for having a bad read? Because, listen, like you said, it's not easy. It's not something that comes naturally to, to everybody performing, right? It's, it's people you gotta spend, get used to it. People spend their whole lives trying to be voice actors and, and, you know, some of them barely break through. I know some really talented people that just read really bad audio books. That's what they do. The problem I have is the director, you have a director of the video game going, Oh yeah, that's good enough. We're just going to throw it out there and make you look bad. If they didn't give you a good enough read, just go, sorry. We don't need you on this video game that bad. So the the couple guesses coming are Bill Russell, Matumbo. Uh, that's Al Jefferson, right? That is in fact Al Jefferson. Oof, buddy, not great. You got another one for us? Okay, here's the next one, and this is two guys. Five five three zero five. So you'll have to guess both of them. We got to get this train right back on track, real quick, like. That's right. We all have that attitude. The train will be rolling in no time. Let's do it. Okay, so that second guy obviously was shot with a tranquilizer. There's no way in hell that you can explain this to me. That's right. We all have that attitude. The train will be rolling in no time. Let's do it. Let's do it. No, I don't blame the players at all. I, I, I don't blame them. Actually, no, I do blame the players. <laughs> you do? I don't. Listen, if, if you're trying to put together a game, I get the idea that you want it to be authentic and you want to have some players in there. But if they can't perform well enough to make the cut, then just let them go. Dude, it's, I think that was the best take. I understand that. But, like, what in the contract was that, like, this guy needs to be on that video game? Well, maybe and, they and were meeting deadlines. Who knows? <laughs> That's right. We all have that attitude. The train will be rolling in no time. Let's do it. Is he Let's concussed? Do, dude, the train will be rolling in no time. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know who those are. It was Andre Jordan and Markeith Morris. Oh, I did know that was Markeith Morris. Yeah, Markeith Morris is the second one. He wants to get the train rolling. Yes. He yeah. he does, in fact. That's right. We all have that attitude. The train will be rolling in no time. Let's do it. See, now, in, in fairness to Markeith Morris, uh, English is his second language. Him and his brother Marcus have their own language they created. No? Twin language? That is not an excuse. I think so. That is it. Dude, they have the same tattoos. Not disgusting. only do they look exactly disgusting. Like, it's disgusting. Like what? Did he eat a bunch of grapes right before? They're like, all right, start reading. He did. I don't know. All right. Yeah, you really want to be on this game? I need you to do better than that. No, that's all you can do. All right, you're off the game. All right, I got two more for you. Play. I'm gonna save the best for last. But then uh, check out this one. Now, this one, I genuinely believe this this person has a learning deficiency. Something's going on here. I, this is something fishy. The players on the other hand are going to reserve judgment. How's that? You got all the skill to make a contribution, but the proof will come between the lines tonight. Time will tell if you can help or not. Who have thought? Wow. Okay. He's trying. Just, no, there, look, look, there, look. There's more to it. Just listen to that last line. Yeah, yeah, but, Who have thought? What the hell did he just say? Don't know, but he's trying. Wait, play, play it back. For the, you can hear the inflection. Who have thought? Not there. <laughs> he's trying. He's trying to get into it. He's, he's trying to have the passion for what he's saying. Who have thought? Who have thought? Here's, here's the rest of it. About what? That a young buck like you could actually 
do the right thing and avoid getting his sorry butt kicked out the game. Back. The guy who would have thought? Him. He says, "Who would have thought?" He told me to chill. Sounds like a wise fella to win in this league. You need all hands on deck. Good call. <laughs> who was that? It's Dion Waiters. <laughs> Sounded good, Dion. Great take. He was trying. You could tell he was trying. He was a little inflection on it. He was enthusiastic. You can't tell me that was the best take. If I'm Dion Waiters, I'm pissed at the guys that recorded that. All right, here's your last one. This, one, this, this one, one's my favorite. This is the reason I wanted to play this little. Like yeah, that. this one. Uh, it, it really like made me reassess this player and have a lot of questions. Oh, this is another reason that I'm rooting for his team. You will ultimately believe this guy's very lame. Here he is. Yes. Oh my! Someone called the National Weather Service. We had an unanticipated storm in the building tonight. Homeboy was raining threes down on these fools. Bam, 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 one after another. They'll lose track of you and boom, another one. That was sweet to see. You keep shooting like that, it's going to make a huge difference for us. Oh my God, I love everything about I just that. noticed something about this. They'll lose track of you and boom, another one. That was sweet to see. That was sweet, sweet to yes. see. <laughs> Love everything about that clip. Not only not only am I rooting rooting for the player, I'm rooting for his team. And I might just go by the video game just for that, because you know what that is. That means your player that you created just hit a bunch of threes. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, that's right, he did. Bam, <laughs> bam, bam. Bam, bam, bam. And that's another guy that is enthusiastic. He wants to be a part of that video game, man. He's like, I got this. And you know what? I think he read that. And then he Dan Marino'd it. He goes, I nailed it. No flub. No flub. No, there was no flub. There was no flub. They said you said sweets. Nope. No flub. Roll it. Yeah. That was fantastic. And that, anybody guess? No. That was Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon of your Houston Rockets. The... 2019-2020 NBA champions. Just saying. So he's from... It, okay, this makes sense. He's from Indianapolis, Indiana. No, he's from... You know, he played basketball there. He's from Houston. No, born... Oh, okay. December 25th, 88. Okay. Indianapolis, Indiana. That makes... Uh, I thought I read that he grew up in Houston. Plenty of sense. This sounds like <laughs> some... He sounds like a lame dude from Indiana. Oh, my God. Oh, my. So Someone called the National Weather Service. We had an unanticipated storm in the building tonight. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, Lord. Oh, it's so good. I love everything about that. Somebody guessed Kyrie Irving. Others said that it could be Charles Barkley drunk at a bar fight. Yeah, could be both. That's, that's the part of uh, character mode I want to get into is when you go into the bar and a drunken Charles Barkley comes up to fight you and Kyrie Irving steps in to break it up. Or one of them has sexual advances on you and you're like, you get the, you get the pop-up box. Just yes, make sure you know, do it for the money. Just make sure you uncheck the box that says hazing included in this story. <laughs> Cause nobody wants to see that. Do you want to go through Eric Gordon's gauntlet this week? The NFL starts training camp. We've got baseball weekend. It's the Open Championship. What are you watching? 55305, send us what you're watching. Will you tell us? We'll tell you what we're watching. It's a segment we've cleverly called What to Watch. That's next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? 
Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is gone? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for What to Watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore's showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel, avid television viewer Will Darkins. And increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson. And are here to tell you what to watch. Literally, it's what to watch on The Sinner and the Saint. On 1080 The Fan. Just a smidge of breaking news before you get into it. Uh, CJ McCollum's withdrawing from the FIBA World Cup. Man, what does that mean for our chances in the World FIBA Cup thing? It is interesting because now this is like the sixth high-profile player who's not playing in it. Anthony Davis, James Harden, CJ... I'm not sure who There's else. There's a couple more. I assume Paul George isn't playing in any U.S. basketball things. And I guess the reason I bring it up is like, who the hell's going to play in this thing? Who <laughs> cares? Are you going to watch any of it? I mean, no, but we're going to get embarrassed, it uh, kind of uh, seems like. Because other countries have now even the play. I mean, not evened it, but it, it's the yeah. playing field is a lot more competitive. Yeah, but that's all you need is just like, uh, you know, bringing Nick Collison out of retirement or something to go play in that and then getting <laughs> housed, and then everybody will care about it again. Maybe going, make oh. Jimmer. Jimmer. Yeah, the- Jimmer. <laughs> It'll be Jimmer for that. Old, old Nick Collison. It's going to be a bunch of like, uh, like Luke Ridnour will be playing. <laughs> it's going to be all white guys, and we'll get housed, and then everybody will be like, oh, yeah, uh, I guess we can go out and win one. The advantage is that Jimmer has the jump on the Chinese team. That's true. He's got the intel on them. He was about to make an NBA uh, comeback, I thought I heard, uh, this this last season. Well, he was on the Jazz, and then, like, the one game he was in, he kept taking, like, terrible shots. Yeah, yeah. He's He he presses a little bit too hard when he gets to the NBA stage. All right. Open championship. You got baseball. Uh, That's about it. Uh, Timbers played last night. So what are you watching this weekend, Will Darkens? Oh, I mean, I guess tomorrow, if things do get interesting, the only way I could see things getting interesting in the open is that if Brooks Kepka really starts to get up the leaderboard and he and Jordan Spieth start to become a little bit more relevant here. But, I mean, as it looks, it's just going to be kind of a weird mixed-up field. Again, this just goes back to my point that this golf tournament is almost unwatchable for the ah. fact that, like, people all of a sudden just start sucking. And it's not so much their skills. It's... It's the course and it's the weather. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I, I don't want to watch crappy golf and then call it entertaining because we go, oh, but the conditions they're playing in. No. Like, I'd like to see these guys do cool stuff. <laughs> well, the the other interesting part of that, though, is when it's a bunch of guys that you haven't heard of that haven't been there before, then you have all the potential for a big collapse, which is always fun. Uh, what I'm going to keep an eye on, though, is uh, Aaron Sanchez, pitcher for the uh, Blue Jays, gets his next start on Monday, going for 11 straight losses. He's already got the Blue Jays record. The MLB record is 27 straight losses uh, back in the uh, late 80s. Uh, but, yeah, he just cannot win a baseball game, which to me is delightful. So I'm going to watch a little Blue Jays-Indians 
on Monday, and I'm excited for that. Uh, what to Watch brought to you by our friends at Encore Audio Video. If you're looking for a new home theater, just an upgrade on your television or sound system, check them out. 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Nicest guys you'll ever meet. Free consultations. All that good stuff. What are you watching outside of sports? I think I got two. Well, my fiance and I have two Handmaid's Tales to catch up good on. Good show? It, it, no? Yes, it is. It's a good show. <laughs> it's just this season. Elizabeth Moss? Is that who it is? Elizabeth from? Moss. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about her. Um, I, It's just this season is super depressing. Ah. Like, it is severely depressing. Like, yeah. nothing good has happened to the good characters yet. And you do want a little bit of that kind of, like, you know, back and forth between, you know, yeah. good stuff and bad stuff. But this is just, like all downers yeah it's all just downers and i'm like why am i watching this torture all right well i am going uh to watch my drink make sure it doesn't get roofy because uh i think i've decided to go to my class reunion tonight oh dude no yeah no. yeah so here is the thing i was on the fence talked to a buddy he goes yeah if there's people i want to see i could just connect da, 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 da. runs through the whole gamut and so i was like yeah but that's kind of the point of going is seeing people that you would never reach out to just you know kind of see what happens so then i was starting leaning towards it and then he called he texted me yesterday going well, i kind of changed my mind i think i'm gonna go and then another buddy's going and i think a third so I, the like the three people that i still keep in contact with my school are all gonna go so i think we'll go as a posse and everybody can help watch out my drink make sure i don't get drug off uh and, and murdered yes yeah, so if listeners don't recall or if you're new to this show and just tuning in for the last three minutes which is odd uh, Luke has a stalker. Yeah. High this school woman, stalker. Yeah, this woman who commented on the Facebook page of the reunion and basically put pictures of him up online was like, Can't wait to see me. Can't wait to see this guy. Yep. So, listen. I'm going to go. People got my back. So, I should be safe. But no, if, if you're not, not. You're not. If, you're you're going to. Hey, if not, it's been fun doing this show today. It's been doing this show over the few years with you. It's been great. Big thanks to Jen Ellis. Big thanks to all of you that listened. Uh, hopefully not for no, the last I, time. No, because you're going to be in a basement somewhere. You're going to get Buffalo Bill. That's hey, what I'm trying to tell you. And if I survive that, it'll be a great story. And when I when I get out of the basement. <laughs> we'll uh, tie line you in from the basement. All right, down here from the basement, everybody. There's lotion in the basket. It's coming down. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm going to put it on my skin. And, the food uh, I've gotten has just been scraps. Well, I haven't heard anything from sports because I, I don't have any cell service. My phone's been dead for a while. Uh, what's going on in there? Yeah. Oh, the Jets are good? Wow. All right, I want to get into the Ducks. <laughs> so, I mean, we all saw that game last I week, right? It. What happened? <laughs> uh, no, I, I didn't see it. I've been in this hole. I'm still in this basement. <laughs> Got to connect to the timeline. Good versus evil. What do you think about James Harden's latest move? It's on video now. You've seen it. No. No, I'm I've still been in, the in this hole. <laughs> but I'm still on the radio show. <laughs> Can you lower down the timeline? I got to connect onto the thing. So, anyways, thank you, everybody, for listening today and all time. If I don't make it back, uh, you'll know why. But uh, it's been great. We still, we still have time here. How much time do you have? Well, it's only a two-minute break coming up, so we have. Well, you didn't we got a little bit of time here. Listen, I always, I always finish up there at fifty-six thirty. Why not? And, and now you sure have more break? time? Oh, well, I didn't know that. I would have said more interesting things. Well, what do you want to say? Well, I mean, I, I had them all queued up earlier, but then we got on a tangent. You can't just, can't just turn it back on. Not a machine over here. Just purse your lips and Do you want to say anything to anybody? 
Yeah, it just seems like the Seahawks weren't playing the best type of defense. Yeah, I, uh, I've been in this hole. I wish I could see the Seahawks, but uh, she's started to cut off the skin from my leg and make a purse. So I've been kind of concerning myself with that. Uh, I've been tanning my own hide to make her a purse. You must <laughs> Give me sewing lessons. It's kind of weird. All right. All right, now you can wrap it up. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Keep it right here on uh, The Fan. You've got baseball coming up today. and should be a good game. All right, we're done. Bye-bye. Bam, bam, bam. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.